This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. You are listening to The Arenality on RFM. Hello everyone, my name is Arina Aizal and thank you for tuning in on Otago Access Radio for my radio show and podcast, The Arenality. Firstly, I would like to acknowledge our listeners on Radio Kidnappers in Hawke's Bay, Wellington Access Radio, Plains FM in Christchurch, Free FM in Hamilton, and Coast Access Radio in Horofenua and Kapiti. Hello from Dunedin, and to our international listeners out there tuning into the podcast, hello from New Zealand. So the Arenality is a platform for women with international backgrounds on their cultural identities, belonging, well-being, and passions in Aotearoa. So in this episode is the second part of the Arena Reflects on Periods and Productivity episode. So if you haven't listened to part one, I suggest that you go back to the podcast and listen to it. But if you're tuning into the radio, please stay. (laughs) And you can go back to find the podcast on uh, Otago Access Radio, uh, our website. Uh, You can also find it on Spotify. And you can also find it on Apple Podcasts if you use Apple. So... Yeah, so there's a lot of ways for you to find the previous podcast. So a little bit about this show. It is a continuation of uh, last week's show on periods and productivity. So I talked about how the hormones of our menstrual cycle affects our productivity and how do we take care of ourselves during different weeks and different phases of our menstrual cycle. So that was a really fun topic to talk about and I really enjoyed it, which is why there is like an hour long episode just about it. Yes, so if you are interested, please stay and tune in. So here is part two of Arena Reflects on Periods and Productivity. So for the last uh, phase of your menstrual cycle is autumn, um, which is from day 20 to 28. So what is happening um, in your body? It is the luteal phase. So it's when the body realized that the egg wasn't fertilized. So the uterus is planning and preparing to shed its lining. So getting ready for the next period. So what are the hormones involved? So both estrogen and progesterone would rise. And how would this affect our body? So for progesterone, it actually creates a calming effect to your body. So you would actually feel really low. You would actually feel that your body's energy is declining. So your productivity levels are quite low. And you would say that it is your winding down time for your body to prepare for your next period. So what are the things that you could be doing during this time? 
you might want a cocoon in your room, uh, reaching for comfort food. And this is also a really good time to be prioritizing self-care. And you might also want to lighten your workload uh, if you can, focus on solo tasks. You know, do tasks that do not really need much brain power. And it is also a really good time to clean, organize, and declutter. So taking care of your physical space um, because you know that when you're going to have your period, you won't be wanting to do anything at all. So it's really good to plan ahead and do all the uh, preparing for your menstrual phase. It's not just your physical space. You might want to do like a mental declutter as well. So it is a really good time to rethink about the things that you do in your life, your commitments, um, because it is the end of the cycle, you know. It is a good time to think, to have like a life reset. And I know that I've talked about life reset in one of the episodes, which I don't remember which one, but let me talk about the life reset really quickly here since this is a two-part episode so for life resets what you do is firstly you list down all your commitments so the things that you have to do which means like work or like studies or um, if you're taking care of kids you know things like that secondly write the things that you are currently doing but is draining your energy. So for example, if you have a friend group which you no longer want to be involved with, write those down. If you are doing an activity which no longer makes you happy, write those down. Yeah, just things like that. Just write the things that makes you feel just dragged when you think about it, you know? Write those down. Uh, And the third one is write down the things that you wish you have time for. So the things that makes you happy. For example, you might be passionate about baking or knitting or whatever. So write those down and think about, you know, what you wish you have time for. If you want to read more, write those down. Uh, If you wish you have time to go to the gardens more, write those down. Yes, so once you've listed all those down, for the first one, which is your commitments, set healthier boundaries around it. So for work, for example, you might want to have a clearer uh, schedule. So you might go to work a certain time, leave work a certain time, have lunch break a certain time and during your lunch break you might like really want to use it well so no distractions during your lunch break you might want to go outside during your lunch break or you might also want to have a clearer boundary between work and home so it's like not opening work emails at home or replying to anything work related when you're at home uh things like that Yes, so putting clearer boundaries. And I know that I've been talking about work a lot because I am someone who's working. So I'm really sorry for those who are studying. Uh, But if you're studying, because I just graduated last year, I really know how it feels. But I I didn't have the best um, home study boundary when I was studying. Um, 
But I, the things that I wished I was doing back then when I was studying is like setting a time where I shouldn't study anymore because I feel like I never did that. Like I could be studying until 4am and it wouldn't bother me because I feel like I need to study. But actually I would be feeling really tired for my body. Yeah, so just setting boundaries for your time when you should be studying and the time when you shouldn't be studying. I think that's really important for students. Yes. Okay, so you've also listed down the things that is draining you, right? For those things, it is a good idea to just cut them out of your life or um, reduce them. So for say, there is an activity that you do with a friend which you no longer enjoy, you can just, you know, make space on your schedule by just not going there anymore. Why would you do something that no longer serves you? You might be feeling like it was something that you enjoyed back then, but it's no longer something that you enjoy now. That is totally fine, you know? So once you set once you let go of the things that no longer serve you, you actually realize that you have so much time to be doing the things that you actually want to do. So, which brings to the third one, which is the things that you wish you have more time to do. Actually, make time for those things by putting them in your calendar or planner or whatever you use. And actually commit yourself by doing those things when you can so how i organize my time is that on saturdays it's my go outside day so that's when i do my grocery shopping if i want to if if i want to go to the farmer's market that's the best time to do it um if i want to meet a friend that's the best time to do it yeah, but on Sundays is my do not disturb day, or I also call it stay at home day, do nothing day. Um, so Sundays are very precious to me. I would never do anything on a sun on a Sunday because Sundays are very important for me to rejuvenate and also to take care of myself. Yes, so that was a weird side track to talk about life reset but I think it's really important to be talking about that here in this episode as we were talking about it so we were just talking about the things you can do during the autumn phase of your menstrual cycle which is also the time where you would be experiencing PMS um, because your body is um, just fluctuating in hormones to get ready for your next period so it is a good time to do a life reset routine, uh, wash your sheets and pillowcases. Um, it's also okay to get more food and nutrients during this time and uh, getting more sleep during this time because your body is working really, really hard to prepare itself for menstruation. Yes. So, yes. So I feel like that was it. That was the winter... Uh, spring, summer, and autumn phases of your menstrual cycle, which is really interesting for me to learn about being someone who menstruates. And, you know, I am, I really want to be someone who 
listens to my body more. So this is a really good thing to do. Now that you know this, what should you do? Now that you know about menstrual cycle syncing and the seasons of your menstrual cycle, what should you do? So the first step is to track your menstrual cycle. And if you haven't done this, you really should. It's actually really important to know about your cycles because... You know, if you go to the doctor's appointment for anything, you might, you know, it's quite important for you to know when was the last time you had your period. And and for this reason, too, that you would be syncing your life with your menstrual cycle. So I personally track my menstrual cycle using an app uh, and it, it is called Period Calendar. It's actually not the best app for this, but... I've been using it since, I don't know, like four years ago, the same app. So I don't feel the need to change the app that I use. But I know that there are a lot of apps there like Flow, uh, Clue, which helps with uh, cycle syncing and also like journaling and stuff like that. I personally don't journal with it, but the only reason why I use the period calendar is for the period calendar. So yeah. So once you know like when your period cycles usually start, you could date that with the days of the season. So uh, remember when I said that winter is from day 1 to day 5, uh, spring is from day 6 to day 11, summer is from day 12 to day 19, autumn is from day 20 to 28, you actually like track those with your cycles so you know which dates are when you are at which season so if that makes sense so I've done that and what I did is with my calendar app which I use uh, on my iPhone and also my calendar I would like create a new calendar called menstrual cycle and write down the season which I am experiencing so for example um, you can actually make that an ongoing like a repeating event and you can repeat it um, like every I don't know 10 days based on the day which we were talking about so it will actually do its magic and um, organize itself to your calendar and sync up with your menstrual cycle so Right now, I'm on my summer cycle, which I think makes sense. I am actually feeling really energetic. I just had um, lunch outside at the octagon under the sun, which is something I don't do usually, but I just really feel like I need to do that right now. Uh, So that was really nice. So yeah, it makes sense why last week I was feeling quite sad and the week before I was feeling quite horrible, you know? Um, So... Yes, that is definitely something you should do. Um, So once you synced up your calendar with your menstrual cycle, it is so easy for you to plan the things you want to do each week. So for example, if a friend asks you, oh, let's catch up in three weeks. I don't know. There are people who plan that early. But 
you check your calendar and it seems to be your winter season. So you feel like it's not a really good idea. So you say, probably not this week, maybe the week after that. So yeah, that is really useful for me because usually I do plan ahead and not realizing how I would be feeling that time and which means I might have to cancel or reschedule which is something that I wish I don't have to do quite often. So yeah. So once you know when are your seasons, you can plan your work and studies based on which week is the best week for you. I wish I knew this because like as a student last year, I didn't really care about how my body was feeling. Um, for example, if I have an exam next week and I will be studying this week just because I procrastinated um, and I'm on my period, you know, I've, wow, like, you know, that is the worst time to be studying, actually. I should have studied before and I didn't know that I would be getting my period. So I wish that this was something I knew back then so that I can plan my productivity based on my menstrual cycles. So it's good to know about this now. It's also a really good idea to plan your shopping around your period cycles. So don't go shopping during the times where you're feeling extra sad or extra tired. Or don't go shopping when you're feeling extra happy. Um, the reason for this is because you're more likely to overspend when you're feeling sad and you're more likely to overspend when you're feeling happy too happy so find a normal time where you feel just normal um, and it's usually somewhere around spring and autumn so yeah that's the best time to do shopping and create a list of do's and don'ts during each menstrual cycle stage so um, you know, you might want to create a list for yourself and this is really like a personal thing to do. The things I do might not work for you and the things you do might not work for me. So it's totally personalized. But for me, I would be taking care of myself more during winter season so that I journal a lot more, so that I don't be on social media after work, you know, stuff like that. And it is totally okay. Also, it's important to exercise according to your menstrual cycle. So, for example, if you're on your period um, during the winter phase, probably not a good time to be exercising like really harshly. Just make yourself more tired. But it would be a really good idea to do yoga, for example, uh, or just stretches that's healthy for your body. Just listen to yourself, you know, you might not want to, for example, dance during summer, you might want to jog, so that's something that you might want to do. So yeah, it's about listening to your body of what kind of exercise it needs during that time. You should also adjust your clothing according to your menstrual cycle. So during winter, you might feel like you need something cozy you know usually I would be wearing like my sweater my hoodie and just pants just because I just need that level of comfort and I just don't feel like um, putting too much effort for myself um, so that really helps but 
for summer, for the summer seasons, I might want to wear a dress, you know, a white dress or wear a blazer and just feel good about myself. It's like a power pose, you know. So it really depends on how you feel. Um, wear clothes based on how you feel is really good because it helps you feel safe in your body because that's what clothes do. <laughs> yes, so the other things that you should think about which works around your menstrual cycle is how to take care of yourself so you know that you know that you might be feeling a certain way during a certain time. So think about the things that you wish you could be doing more uh, for, say, journaling or doing puzzles or watching a K-drama during this time. Or you could be creating a routine based on the seasons so that you're not over-exerting yourself during your winter periods, you know? I think the best thing about knowing about this uh the menstrual cycle sinking and also the phases of your periods thing is because you know why you're feeling a certain way you know why you're just not up for it and because you know why you're more likely to be gentler with yourself and you're not gonna push yourself around and you feel like it's okay that my body is it's feeling this way it's probably because of all the hormones so i really enjoy actually learning about this because now i know why on some days i feel really sad for no reason at all and some days i feel like my energy just fluctuates and feeling that i want to go on a run um, and the next day i just want to stay at home you know so yeah, it's really good learning about this because it, cause now we can create our own definition of what productivity looks like because consistency isn't something that is normal for a human being, uh, especially for someone who has periods and menstruates because your hormone levels are fluctuating all the time and there is a really good reason for that and I wish I knew that sooner so I personally enjoyed talking about this with all of you uh, and thank you for listening to the second part of this podcast as well and I'll think about what other topics that I could be talking about on the ironality but if you have any ideas or anything that you think I would enjoy talking about, please let me know. If you would like to contact me, feel free to email aizalarina at gmail.com. Otherwise, you can also follow me on my Instagram at arinaizal. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye! You've been listening to The Arenality on RFM. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.